was just in the shower and realized there, um, after doing some editing on the video yesterday and looking at it, realized there's some things that I should probably make a little more clear. So touch on some of them here real quick. Um, the business thing. Why was it such a priority for me to make Grayskull work as a business? A few reasons. One, just thinking about myself and the way I work. I get hyper-focused, I get super-focused on things. And when I get hyper-focused, make sure autofocus is on on the camera, my bad. Sorry if that was blurry. That looks like it's getting blurry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, there we go, here's the focus. Uh, hyper-focus. I would get hyper-focused. I, I, I get hyper-focused on things I'm passionate about. That used to, at old jobs, that actually worked to my, at my last, the last place of employment, that actually worked to my detriment. Um, and I guess I didn't learn that lesson fast enough, but one thing I did learn was that I didn't want to pour all of my energy into one place of, of work. I want to develop multiple streams of income from various sources, most of which at least I hope I enjoy. And Grayskull was one of those sources. I thought I put a lot of energy into this and develop a stream from this. I'll be happier as opposed to going to spend a bunch of hours slaving for somebody else, kind of home unhappy and too tired to contribute time and effort and energy to continuing to build Grayskull. I knew if I diverted my energy somewhere else, Grayskull would get less. And it's happened a couple times over the course of the past couple of years where I've had to divert my energy elsewhere and I've had to pull away and, you know. One of my other motivators for pushing to get the business going was so that we could get procedures and systems in, in place so that the business is second nature and easy. So I can get back to creating. If you notice, I haven't produced many beats over the past couple of years since I've been here been putting a lot of my creative energy into coordinating, into creating a business, into creating spaces, and to creating just ways to collaborate and coordinating a bunch of different energies. For somebody who's antisocial by nature, or less social, I'm working on the anti part, is it's taxing, man. So by the time I'm done doing all that, what time do I have left for making beats? When I get to that machine, I'm drained. I'm uninspired. And I was putting a lot of energy into visual work because I know you can't sell music very easily nowadays without having strong visuals. And I knew my visuals weren't strong, strong enough yet and I didn't know anybody who or have the money, monetary resources to get the type of visuals I thought we needed. So. There's a lot of my energy that had to be it put into, I felt needed to be put elsewhere outside of the place that I feel like kind of helped bring us together, which was production. So that, that, that fell by the wayside. Another thing, you know, I had a conversation with a crew member last year and he said, oh, you know, I think we're looking at this wrong. It's, we're looking at this as a group and it's more of a crew. And yeah, I, I had to realize that when I realized it was more of a crew, 
I didn't know fully how to adjust yet. But then it got more confusing because then we decided to, to, or we agreed, again, me pushing, to do business. So now we go from crew to now doing a business, which I think is an upgrade on a group. There are greater requirements for a business than there are for a group. There are greater requirements for a group than there are for a crew. Um, so got some confusion in there. I also expanded the crew too much um, in ways. And my efforts to expand the crew were one because, oh man, the audio, the video just died on the camera. So I'm just gonna finish talking here and maybe throw some B-roll in a moment. My efforts to expand the crew were um, so that we could, one, get more variety in our music. We already had variety, but I, I, like, I like variety and I, I like seeing what different energies do when they come together. That there are different styles, there are different preferences when it comes to beats. I like making a variety of different type of beats. I don't just like to make, I just don't like, I don't like just making boom bap. I, and I don't make trap, but I like to experiment. I have some experimental stuff. I have stuff that's not for everybody. And having a variety of MCs around helps me indulge in all those different forms of um, beat making that I that I enjoy, especially the experimental ones. So that was important to me. But also, I couldn't do all the business stuff by myself. Coordinating events, um, figuring out the tech, figuring out how to publish things. Um, a lot of that was on my back. I had assistance in, in certain areas, especially on social media. I had uh, assistance with posting and stuff. And of course, you know, some of the members were coming through with the music and phew, some of the music they were coming through with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yo, let's just be real. I burn out a few times, man. Burn out a few times. And not just because of Grayskull. Grayskull is not the sole reason. I burn out because of myself, because I wasn't managing myself properly. Um, but things that were happening in Grayskull weren't helping. And this is a space that for me, prioritize mental health. And I saw, another thing is I saw that declining, the interest in that declining and waning, as I, as I mentioned in the, in the white video. But I also saw something that was contradictory to the mental health message gaining prominence, which also, I didn't know how to work with. You know, uh, my agenda was mental health and improving it selfishly, obviously, but also for the communities because I, I, I knew the hip hop community is extremely unhealthy in the way we communicate, the way we treat each other, the way we work together, and the power of Grayskull is the was the unity at first. So I thought this was an opportunity to show the world, yo, through unity, you can heal yourself and one another and the world around you. Um, but yeah, realizing that these were just things that I was focused on and a couple other members supported or, and I don't know if I can say focused on, but a couple other members supported heavily. And shit, some of us benefited from, if I'm being honest. More than just me benefited from. If what we were doing was contradictory to that. What are the optics on that? How does that look to the world? How does that feel on the inside? 
you know, I, I had a project I was working on back in um, 2019 called How to Build a Villain. And that was because I felt like I was turning into a villain. I was going really dark. And it was because of the way I was responding and feeling about the things that were happening in my life. I felt like I had no other choice than to hurt back since I was being hurt. And seeing this villain narrative really grow and gain steam, I didn't know how that made me feel. I knew it felt uncomfortable, but I didn't know how that made me feel. But looking back on it, yeah, it, it felt like a step back. It feels like it was a step back for me. And it also felt like it created a, it helped create an air or an environment where I didn't feel comfortable talking about mental health or positive things so much anymore. So I felt less interested in conversing or engaging in, you know, that, that didn't help either. And when I started to realize a lot of things weren't, <clears throat> excuse me, when I started to realize a lot of things weren't working, last couple last ditch effort things I did, one was saying, hey, I'll take the lead because I saw, I felt like we were circling the drain. Um, but in the, in the midst of that, there are a lot of moments when, because I wasn't healed and because I, was, I wasn't doing well personally, you know, I wasn't in a position where I was prepared to lead properly. But one thing I did notice toward, you know, toward the time when I realized I needed to pull back uh, this fall was that if we, were, if we were gonna address and fix anything and make this work, the first thing that had to be fixed was our communication. And again, that lies on the mental health side of the conversation. So trying to encourage and push and create an environment where we can start having conversations about communication so we can improve it, I just didn't feel like that was, there was interest in that. And actually when I, there, there was actually pushback in some instances, if I'm being honest. Uh, so, you know, it discouraged me from, from wanting to continue that. And I've been a, mem a member of a dysfunctional or dysfunctional teams before. And it's always been because I'm the person that people come and talk to or used to come to talk to when they had grievances and concerns. I would see very easily that the biggest problem was always that people weren't willing to communicate with one another about things they didn't agree on. And since we didn't have that, since I realized we couldn't put that in place, I was at a loss. I didn't know what to do next. And oh, lo and behold, the timing on that was perfect because it was right after dropping attention deficit, which I only dropped to make sure that we met the anniversary date. I knew we weren't ready to promote it or ready to do the things that it took to make that a successful project. But my mission was to meet one goal, to put out a project by August 11th, our two year anniversary. But also, the other thing is the fall and winter were coming. Sound like Game of Thrones, right? I'm a dragon. Fall and winter were coming. And those are the times when seasonal depression hits. And I saw it trying to grab a hold of me. I wasn't letting it happen this year. But I also didn't have the safe spaces to talk that I had last year or the year before. 
So only thing I felt I had to do was return within and figure out what I could do within to deal with it. Especially when I had the new stressors of seeing that felt like the unity, the power of Grayskull was dying. Thank you.